Hello, it is Colin Sweets. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying safe. This bonus episode coming to you. Uh, I'm on my own right now, uh, but we're going to hear from Ross a whole lot over the next 45 minutes or so. Uh, we don't have a new episode for you this week. We're uh, between seasons, of course, because this entire two-year endeavor, this project, has led up to an eventual opportunity to talk about Star Wars Episode Nine at length. I figured this might be a good opportunity uh, to recap the last two movies. Uh, not that I think you need a refresher on what happened in the other Star Wars movies, but uh, we had it made anyway, so so this is that, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, we've already talked uh, about this final Skywalker movie, or Rise of Skywalker, uh, a whole lot of times in the last couple of months since it came out. We're going to keep doing that in this next season of the podcast, hopefully with some new and more nuanced perspective. That begins next week. In the meantime, let's go back over what happened in Star Wars Episodes 7 and 8, The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi. Enjoy. Hello, I am C-3PO, and I believe the storyteller is ready. So let us begin. So we start off the 20 uh, with some classic Star Wars shots uh, from above after a wonderful crawl, probably the best crawl, uh, debatably the best crawl in all of Star Wars. Uh, but Luke Skywalker has vanished. Uh, the sinister First Order has risen from the ashes of the Empire. Uh, <laughs> Leia has sent out her best pilot to go get a secret message. Most well, daring pilot. Her most daring pilot, that's right, to get a secret message as to the whereabouts of her brother because she believes that the Jedi can help return balance in order to the galaxy. Uh, we see this most daring pilot in a conversation with an old man in a hut, and the old man hands him a, a piece of information and says this will begin to make things right. They have a small conversation about Leia, and then all hell breaks loose as the First Order storms in and starts shooting people. It's very, very terroristy. Uh, stormtroopers are basically just like gutting this whole camp of people on Jakku. Uh, Kylo Ren marches down, has a bit of a chit-chat with Lor Santeca, who's the old man. Um, who kind of alludes to knowing some some stuff about Past. who Kylo Ren is, kind of implies that his family are people who we're going to be very familiar with. Um, he then kills Lor Santeca and uh, Oscar Isaac Poe, he, in that moment, in a fit of passion, gives himself away, tries to shoot uh, Kylo Ren, but ultimately is captured and taken aboard to be interrogated on the whereabouts of Luke Skywalker. Yes, and right before he uh, sends off the message, uh, sorry, right before he shoots Kylo Ren and doesn't isn't successful, he sends BB-8 off with that message, the one that Laura Santeca gave him. That's what Kylo wants. Ultimately, through interrogating him, Kylo realizes that it's in a BB unit droid. Right. Uh, all the while, we go back to Jakku, and then there's this scavenger who's inside like a big ship, and we realize it's a crash Star Destroyer. Uh, she doesn't say a whole lot. She's very, very, very poor, but is clearly making do on the remnants of the Empire and just scavenging to stay alive. Uh, she meets uh, BB-8, who is just kind of wandering around, is being captured by a junk trader. Uh, they kind of form a somewhat reluctance, okay, yeah, come along, you can tag along with me. Uh, and Ray is offered a lot of portions, essentially food helpings, to trade over BB-8 to Unkar Plutt, who is essentially her uh, her Watto in this scenario, her junk trader, the person she has to go to to eat. And also because there's already the word out there that the First Order is looking for a BB-8 droid much like this one. And, and the only other thing we should say is that while all this is happening, 
Uh, there is a stormtrooper named FN21817, 2187, who is experiencing some kind of existential crises. He's basically mm-hmm. deciding through his agency that he doesn't want to be a part of the mandate of this mission. Uh, and so in order to get away, he breaks Poe free and they steal a TIE fighter and uh, R-20 ends with them kind of making a, a breakaway and a little bit clumsily so. Yes, we realize Finn doesn't have a real name. His name is FN2187, and so Poe decides, okay, well, we'll call you Finn, and then as the very end of the 20. So, they're taking out our turbo lasers. So our 20 picks up in the middle of Poe and Finn's breakaway from First Order captivity. They've stolen a TIE fighter, and uh, they've just kind of initiated their friendship. Uh, Poe has given Finn his name, and, uh, of course, it's not a really clean break. It's quite clumsy. Ultimately, they uh, lose. They get they get shot down, uh, and they crash land on Jakku. Uh, and the TIE fighter, buried half in the sand, is kind of enveloped by sand and then explodes. Finn is forced to realize that he's probably alone in the desert because it would appear Poe is dead. He takes his jacket and walks to the nearest civilization, which happens to be uh, Nima Outpost. Yes, as they're trying to shoot down Finn and Poe, Kylo is questioning the quality of Hux's training and his troopers, uh, and then demands that the droid be captured. Um, when he, Hux sends his men to Jakku, uh, the bounty hunters go after Rey and BB-8, and then the First Order goes after Finn, and Finn runs into Rey in that process when BB-8 notices Poe's jacket on Finn, they have a little bit of a riff because BB-8 tells Ray he must have stolen it. And then they realize all three of us are being hunted down. Let's run in this direction to get away from the First Order. Uh, they bring in some starfighters, to some TIE fighters to start bombing the place. Uh, and then as they're running away, they notice a quad jumper that they decide they want to take. Uh, it gets blown up and then they take our good old Millennium Falcon and begin there. Uh, enticing getaway. That's right. They have to settle for the garbage ship, which is, of course, the most famous spaceship in the history of all time. Uh, They take off. They don't really have a whole lot of time to fixate on whether or not they can be friends or enemies. They can just see that they have the common cause of trying to escape this captivity. So uh, Ray, pilot as she claims to be, perhaps a little bit arrogantly, uh, flies the thing while Finn, uh, great shot within the resistance, no, within the first order, uh, mans the guns. They do manage a breakaway. Uh, they've got a little bit of maintenance to do aboard the Millennium Falcon. Uh, amidst that, they're taken captive by a larger freighter. They're sucked into this big tractor beam, which they think is the First Order. In fact, it's Han Solo himself. Yes, so Han and Chewie meet up with our new generation of rebels, and they essentially kind of just share a little bit of information, confirming this is in fact the famous Han Solo, and that because you knew Luke Skywalker... You got to join our mission because it's a mission to deliver the map to Luke Skywalker. All the while, Kylo gets word that the droid escaped uh, with the help of FN2187, who is a traitor and is really pissing Kylo off. And when he hears that a girl also joined them, that really, really scares or entices him. Did you just say Raptors? Hey, you're not hauling Raptors on this freighter, are you? I'm hauling Rathars. So we start off the 20 where Han hears a sound uh, from this large ship that they're on. uh, And there's apparently a gang there to settle their debt. They want to get the money that Han owes them. 
Uh, Han tells Ray and Finn to hide under the floorboards. Uh, and when the when Han tries to get out of paying these this gang, he essentially is uh, double teamed by the other gang that he borrowed money from, and they're both here to essentially put down the galaxy's biggest swindler once and for all. To further complicate the confrontation, this three-way confrontation, uh, one of the other gangsters notices that uh, Han has BB-8, who is the droid that it's the word has gotten out that the first order is looking for this droid. So kind of uh, a physical altercation breaks loose and the Rathtars are released to kind of uh, rescue Han. Yeah, uh, they try and close him off into his own room, but Ray does yeah. uh, mechanically. But she, her plan kind of backfires. She actually closes the wrong doors and just traps them all in the same corridors. So they're they're just meant to to Opens run the Rathtar doors. Yeah, right to run away from the Rathtars. Uh, so essentially, uh, Finn gets caught by one of the Rathars. Uh, Ray goes back to the control panel, redeems herself, and times it perfectly to sever one of the tentacles, freeing Finn. Uh, they all decide that, okay, let's get off this ship and save our lives. They board the Millennium Falcon, and they leave the two gangs behind to essentially try and make themselves free from the Rathars. You do see, though, that the leader of one of the gangs has gotten free and has reported that Han Solo has the droid that the First Order is looking for. Um, and that they're with the two fugitives. Uh, then they're escaping, and they're on their way to Takadano, uh, where Han essentially is telling them about the Force, the Jedi, and all of it being true, uh, and that they need to go meet one of Han's old friends there. When they land, before they uh, go to Maz's castle, Han, in a rare moment of tenderness, offers Rey a job as... Uh, Considers sec- offering her a job. Well, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he's a little bit... Uh, He's a little flaky about it, but he's he's doing his best to offer Ray the position of second mate aboard the Millennium Falcon. He's been considering getting a crew together. She is flattered by the offer, but she ultimately says no because she's still stuck on this. I got to get back to Jakku in case my family returns kind of mentality. Mm. And so they leave it at that. They march into Maz's castle and we kind of have the Force Awakens version of the cantina scene. Yeah, Maz uh, is introduced to Finn and Rey. Uh, Maz and Finn kind of argue about how beatable the First Order is. Um, Finn essentially reveals to the group that he just wants to leave and get away from all of it. He tells Rey that he's not part of the Resistance. He asks her to come with him. She declines and that she wants to finish her mission that she set out for uh, in delivering BB-8, uh, ultimately because of the, the Luke Skywalker side of things. And she's already caught up in it. Now it's the first thing she's been caught up in her whole life. So our 20 begins with Rey having just been called down into the basement of Maz's castle. She's feeling... Uh, spiritually pulled towards this dark and dusty corner where there's a chest. She opens the chest, and of course, inside is the hilt of the infamous Graflex lightsaber, once belonging to Anakin Skywalker and then Luke Skywalker. She touches it and is sucked into this uh, subconscious force vision, uh, which we'll discuss at length. Uh, then when she kind of releases it, she has a little heart-to-heart with Maz Kanata, where she basically says, I'm never touching that thing again. Leave me alone. I don't want any part of this. And Maz is like, no, you have a destiny. I know you have the force in you. And then Ray runs away into the jungle without any rhyme or reason, <laughs> kind of like a bit of a moron, but at the same time, uh, it's necessary to Like a plot. teenager. Yeah, t- like a teenager. Actually, very good. Well, p- well put. Um, so then they transfer to the snowy planet, which is Starkiller Base. Hux is giving a very Hitler-like speech about the ending of the about ending the Republic and their disorder. Uh, he fires up the big super weapon, uh, which blows up the Hosnian system, includes the galactic capital. 
Uh, the resistance sees this uh, on Takodano, and they see that the First Order is arriving with a bunch of the ships, and so the First Order has just blown up the Republic, and they're just showed up on scene, so all hell breaks loose with a bunch of stormtroopers arriving. So there's a big shootout, uh, heroes versus villains. Uh, meanwhile, in the woods, Ray is trying to evade capture because she's with BB-8, and it's pretty clear they're looking for BB-8. Uh, so she's gunning down stormtroopers, but then also Kylo Ren enters the woods, and, uh, well, it happens closer towards the end of the 20, but ultimately he is able to use the Force to seize her, learns that she has in her little noggin the the information about how to find Luke Skywalker, and so he captures her. Yes, so Finn uses the Graflex that we've come to know and that was calling out to Ray, but Maz says, here's the weapon that you have to use. Uh, it's now your time to rise. Uh, he fights a few stormtroopers. Uh, he's much better with a blaster than he is with the lightsaber. He is a little bit clumsy and random with the lightsaber as opposed to the blaster. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but uh, Han saves his life by boring Chewie's bowcaster and blows a stormtrooper the fuck away. Han really likes the bowcaster. Uh, and really, after all hell breaks loose and Kylo Ren takes Rey aboard the ship, he pulls his troops back, they leave, and Han goes over to the Resistance, who came in and kind of swooped in and saved the day, led by Poe, uh, and he knows that their leader, their general, will be there, and out steps Leia Organa, uh, and then C-3PO kind of steps in, he kind of ruins their uh, their moment, but he, he gets out of the picture pretty quickly, and Han and Leia share a moment talking about Ben and his fall, and how Han saw him, and how they were sad, but it was good that to see each other for the first time in what was quite a while. It ends with kind of a regroup back at the the base of the resistance folk, uh, where basically they decide, okay, we've got to make a plan. This is obviously going down sooner than we thought, so we're going to have to do some stuff about this. Namely, we need to get Ray back, because that's that's Finn's main, well, that's main goal. Finn's and he's also shown goal. a lot of loyalty to the resistance by having left the First Order. But they also need to know what the hell to do about this star killer base and finn knows all about that so for finn it's kind of like quid pro quo uh let's all go and let's save ray on star killer base and that's the reason as to why i will tell you about it right. and that way i'll go with solo and then we'll do all this stuff right yeah how you uh, doing big deal uh he also gets uh, finn also gets reacquainted with poe in this 20. we start off the 20 where kylo welcomes ray aboard star killer base uh, they kind of insult each other a little bit. Kylo takes <laughs> off his mask to reveal his boyish face uh, and then starts to read Ray's mind, taunts her a bit, and then Ray kind of slaps back by reading his mind and basically saying, you're just afraid that you'll never be as powerful as Darth Vader, which scares the shit out of him. So he goes and runs and tells Snoke she has the Force. And then Snoke says, bring her to me. Of course, what he wants is the piece of that... Uh that puzzle to, to to the map to help to find Luke Skywalker. And that's why he took Ray instead of BB-8. I don't need yes. BB-8. I've got Ray now. And he thinks, of course, he can read Ray's mind like he reads everyone else's mind. And he's unsuccessful in that. And what the great reveal is, is that she is extremely strong with the Force. And that's why Snoke wants to wants to see her. Meanwhile, back with our Resistance friends, they're plotting not only how they can get Ray back, but how they can take on uh, Starkiller Base, which they've determined is about to attack the system, the very system in which they are in that moment, and they need to stop this thing, like, ASAP. Yes. Meanwhile, back on St Starkiller Base, uh, right before Kylo is able to go and summon Ray, uh, Ray, uh, Ray actually uses uh, forced 
mind trick and convinces force persuasion and actually convinces the stormtrooper guarding her to uh, release her restraints and drop his weapon, ultimately allowing her to escape and explore Starkiller Base. Uh, Finn, Han, and Chewie go after Rey and to take down the shields guarding Starkiller Base. Uh, they are successful in arriving on Starkiller Base. They break in. Uh, they basically steal Phasma within like five seconds yeah. and get her to take down the shields. Couldn't be easier. It was extremely easy. And then they are, con- then they conveniently bump into Ray amongst the thousand kilometer, um, many th- <laughs> projects. Just as Poe is leading his X-Wing squadron into the fray where they start bombing the place, lighting it up to use his terminology. And I think that's the end of the 20, right? Um, yep, I think so. The final 20 of Star Wars The Force Awakens, oh, picks right up in the thick of it. Kylo Ren is walking uh, through this huge open, uh, I guess is it a hangar? Like a ship? It's just like a big open space in the enemy's territory, which we've seen in so many Star Wars. Ominous. Uh, It's ominous, and it's dark. And he crosses a bridge, and then we see Han creep from the shadows, and he walks onto the bridge following his son, and he shouts out, Burn! And then they, of course, have uh, very tense deeply heartbreaking face-to-face where Han tries to sway his son back to the light, bring him home, come back home, we miss you. Uh, Kylo Ren says, look, it's too late for me. I I know there's something I have to do, but I don't think I can do it. And then, of course, he murders his father and all Thanks. of us along with him. Uh, and then all, all hell breaks loose, which is a phrase that we use all too often in these recaps. And uh, Ray screams out an agonized no. And then there's blaster fire and she and Finn have to run because Kylo is coming after them for a, a fight in the woods. Yes. More importantly, Han is sorry. Uh, Kylo is shot by Chewie's bowcaster. That does matter. That is a very key, key thing. It is. And part of the reason as to why so many people give the next fight scene crap, which is fucking stupid but yes kylo limps towards finn and ray finn and ray are running towards the falcon uh and then kylo cuts them off because he knows some passageway uh he's bleeding like a motherfucker but is just pounding his wound to make it fuel his hatred and anger Mm. uh he's pissed off the two of them ray calls him a monster he throws ray at a tree uh he calls finn a traitor again uh they do a little bit of lightsaber back and forth he just makes Finn look like a fucking fool and then slices him up the back. He's toying with him the whole time. Uh, and then when he gets fed up, slices him in the back, uh, pulls towards the Graflex towards him, but can't do it because there's another force pulling it the other way. And that's Ray and Ray pulls it towards her. Uh, and then the two of them kind of go at it. And Kylo's really just kind of chasing her around. It's a little cat and mouse uh, until the work of the resistance flying in and kind of flying into the oscillator and blowing it up is now starting to blow up the entire planet from within. And so the ground is collapsing beneath them as they're having this passion-fueled duel, uh, which in fact is Ray's first ever force duel. And uh, of course it's uh, motivated through Kylo by a want to lure her over to the dark side. This is always what motivates our bad guy in these final duels. Want to get the good guy over to our side because then we'll be more powerful than ever. Uh, She rejects that. Uh, She kind of bests him and then conveniently the ground opens up and she's able to separate from him. And she uh, goes and collects Finn who's unconscious and Chewie guides her over to the Falcon. Is that what happens? Yep. 
Yes. Chewie picks up. Uh, she gets. She waves to Chewie to get, pick up Finn and bring him to on the Falcon. Uh, and yes, she absolutely bests Kylo. She slices that fucker in the face. Uh, they get on the Falcon, and in classic Star Wars mode, cool guys don't look at explosions. And <laughs> along with Poe and all the other X wings, they speed away as Starkiller Base explodes behind them. Uh, they get back to Dakar. Uh, it's very, very kind of ominous as they're getting off the Falcon. Uh, Chewie walks by Leia. Leia gives Rey a big hug, even though they've never met. Um, from there, we get a wonderful moment of R2-D2 waking up, uh, C-3PO greeting him, uh, R2 showing the map to Luke Skywalker with the missing piece that BB-8 just so happens to have, and now we have a clear path to Luke Skywalker, and so Leia sends Rey, Chewie, and R2. And so our final shots, of course, involve Rey quietly landing on Ak-2, uh, where she traverses the mountainside in search of an encloaked figure who is overlooking a great bluff. Uh, he turns around, and it's the face of our ultimate hero, Luke Skywalker himself, looking uh, bewildered at this strange girl who's shown up. She then reveals his familiar lightsaber, and she holds it out to him, and we cut. So we start at the 20, and the Resistance is evacuating Dakar, and the First Order is a boat to blow them up. Uh, Poe flies and flies in and kind of distracts the First Order as he's paging for Hux because he has an urgent message from Leia. Uh, he uses this time to kind of tool with Hux, and then he quickly makes a maneuver and takes out the surface cannons on the Dreadnought after Hux calls them in. Uh, according to General Organa, this is mission accomplished. You can come on back now. You're all good. Uh, but Poe says, no, we've got an opportunity to actually take down a dreadnought. I'm not going to miss that opportunity. So he directly disobeys orders from his general. And the team uh, is successful in this uh, endeavor, but it is a little gory in the process. Oh, yeah. The bombers get totally dummy. The first order kicks the resistance's ass however one bomber manages to make it through and lands a perfect dead center hit on the dreadnought blowing it up uh and then they take light speed and they fly away uh hux is a little annoyed that they took down a dreadnought and snoke loses his shit at him but we realize that they're tied on the end of a string and then we find out that snoke is actually very very happy with the way that hux executed his plan uh cut to uh octo and Ray hands Luke the lightsaber. Luke looks at it, throws it over his shoulder, and then slams the door in his hut, tells her to go away. Then Chewie bursts open that door, <laughs> and then Luke's confused because he realizes, wait a minute, you guys are here in the Falcon. Where's Han? The only other thing we left out in there is that back of the hangar, Poe lands, and uh, the first thing he sees is Finn has kind of come to and stumbled out of his hospital room and he's still wearing this weird like medical balloon and he's just trying to get his bearings and the first thing he can say to Poe is where's Ray? Yes, sorry, that's when we cut to Octo and then the only other element of this 20 is that after congratulating Hux, Snoke then rips into Kylo Ren for losing to Rey and for being conflicted about killing his father. And Kylo Ren's like, I killed my father and I didn't hesitate. And he's like, but you hated doing it. There's no light left in Kylo Ren. He's only getting stronger. The First Order will control all the major systems within weeks. We need your help. We need the Jedi Order back. We need Luke Skywalker. On the remote island of Octu, Luke Skywalker is telling Rey to go away. I don't want to have no part of this. I came here to die. I do not want to have anything to do with the resistance or your fight. She says, but Master Skywalker, we need you. There's no reason Leia would have sent me here to get you if it wasn't important. And then it kind of occurs to Luke, yeah, why did they send you? Who are you, Rey from nowhere? 
Yes, yeah, so Luke essentially wants to learn a little bit more about her. He's asking her this inside of a force tree that has ancient Jedi texts that she looks at. Uh, he wants to know a little bit more of why she specifically is there. This is after Ray kind of follows him around during his hermit routine to see that he's, yeah. he's really not that busy and he has the time to be able to train her if he wants to. <laughs> Uh, and but Leia does feel through the Force that Ray's been having some struggles getting Luke to get off his you know woe is me ass. Uh, and in that same time frame, uh, Poe then demotes uh, Leia then demotes Poe uh, after his ridiculous antics that resulted in several good people dying. Uh, and then in that instance, the First Order shows up on their doorstep and they realize, oh fuck. We only have one bit of light speed, and Leia's like, they were, we, they tracked us. They tracked us through light speed. We need to conserve that. Right. The First Order kind of jumps out from the shadows, and they yes. start attacking the Resistance, and they're not ready for it at all. No. Uh, Kylo Ren is a part of the enemy fleet that's opening fire on he's the good guys. He's leading it. On the good guys, and it, it's, it's actually very Vader-esque, which is kind of cool. Um, and he knows through a Force connection that on the other side of that steel wall in space is his mother, um, and we see uh, his thumb resolve not to uh, assassinate his mother the way he did his father just days before. Um, but then out of nowhere, somebody behind him, a part of the First Order, uh, fires at the, the main control deck of the first of the, uh, the Resistance and Admiral Akbar and Leia Organa. And her whole team gets sucked out into space. And they all die, presumably. Yes, they're all blown into the vacuum of space. Kylo also flies into the hangar, blows up all of the X-Wings, along with Poe's X-Wing. Poe hadn't gotten into it yet, so he survives, and they shut the blast doors to kind of block themselves off from the major explosion. But essentially, their mobility fleet is gone, so they're trapped on this giant cruiser. And like you said, all their leadership gone as well. But Leia, in the vacuum of space, wakes up and pulls herself to safety with the Force, uh, and then thus is, is free in that regard, is safe in that regard. Right, but she's kind of confound a hospital. Now she's on bed yes. rest for a really long time. And so uh, Holdo has to step in, which is Laura Dern. And she is a no-nonsense, uh, fairly well-tenured uh, military professional, career professional. She's known. Uh, she's got a reputation that Poe is familiar with, although she's not what he expected. And so very quickly, he, along with Poe and a new friend, devise a plot Yes, so Finn had run into Rose when he was trying to send the beacon away so the Ray would not come back to their doomed ship. Uh, Rose thinks that he's becoming a defector, and so she lasers, uh, she kind of stuns him. The two of them realize they've got more in common and their common purpose, uh, and so they call up Maz to be able to figure out how can they penetrate the First Order shields to get on board so that they can ultimately uh, disarm the tracker and allow themselves to make one meaningful jump in light speed. Uh, all the while, there's also occurring at this same time. Um, well, Luke, Luke is basically uh, he's come around sort of. He's going to he's agreed to at dawn teach Ray the main three lessons of the Jedi, but on the condition that she then comes to understand that this is why the Jedi needs to end. Yes, and the the thing I was trying to forget that it just escaped me was the fact that Luke comes to this conclusion after getting on the Falcon, realizing, hey, it's R two, his old friend. R2 tries to tell him you need to come back, and Luke's like, you don't understand. And then R2 plays the famous Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi, and that's what brings Luke around. So we start the 20 off where Kylo Ren is getting his face stitched up from getting it slashed in, slashed open in The Force Awakens, and he gets sort of a funny feeling and waves away the droid. Rey is cleaning her blaster on Octo, and then realizes, 
wait a minute, I'm getting this kind of weird feeling, and they see each other, and then she shoots him. He gets startled, but realizes he didn't actually get shot. Uh, he notices that they're in different surroundings. Uh, they start kind of bantering back and forth. She yells at him. Uh, she's pissed, and then Luke realizes, wait a minute, what's going on here? You just blew a hole in the wall. Uh, let's get going. That's right, and what he means, of course, is let's get started with the training that I am uh, reluctantly going to pursue within you because you so demand it. And so he tours her up to the edge of a cliff and he gives her a little lesson about what the force really is, uh, dispels her kind of superficial, uh, stereotypical beliefs about what the force is, tells her to reach out. um, And it doesn't work right away, but when it does, it works gangbusters. um, And she seems to reach... uh, the dark side, a little frighteningly easily. Yes, just it reminds Luke exactly of Ben Solo. And so he's kind of put off and doesn't really want to teach her because she notices there's a dark side cave under the island and wants to know what is in it immediately and has no resistance of it whatsoever. She's just eager to go dark. Um, and then so additionally throughout the 20 between Luke and Ray, they continue this kind of conversation, uh, whereas... Luke kind of says, Ray, you don't know the whole story. You don't know really what the Jedi mean. Uh, You're kind of just having this surface level view. And then he tells her about uh, how Kylo Ren turned. uh, And you don't know all the details there. No, because at this point, Ren has also started to allude to uh, the history between he and Luke when he's talking to Ray. And it seems like he and Luke have slightly different versions of the same story, but they both involve the... uh, the ultimate end to the Skywalker the dest- Jedi temple. The destruction of the temple and that he took away a few students and slaughtered the rest. That's right. And so it was a, it's a pretty dark moment. Uh, the rest of the conversation, yeah, like you said, uh, Ray and Kylo have a few kind of uh, force skypes back and forth. Uh, but back <laughs> with the resistance, uh, Holdo is waiting things out uh, and they lose a medical frigate in the process as they're transferring everybody. Uh, Connix and Poe are doing a little bit of recon on uh, the Resistance main ship, uh, just communicating with Finn and Rose, who are on Canto Bight. And uh, Finn is pretty excited, looks awesome, but Rose is pretty dour about the whole situation. It's a glamorous casino. It's more interesting than anything Finn has ever had the luxury of looking upon. But Rose sees it for what it really is, which is just scum and villainy and greed and also the abuse of creatures that she finds beautiful. And so while they're searching for this supposed code breaker that Maz has sent them after, they're having to endure all of this stuff in the meantime. Uh, and then they're found out and they're seized. So this 20 picks up after Finn and Rose have just been apprehended on Octo for their parking violation. And they're discussing how they're kind of running out of options for how they're going to assist the resistance who are meanwhile running out of fuel when they're overheard by another uh, inmate who is trying to sleep. That's Benicio Del Toro, uh, a.k.a. DJ, who is offering his um, banditry services. They're like, okay, buddy, yeah, but we're playing a bigger game than your little small time crook deal. And he's like, no, 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 no. I know what I'm doing when it comes to the codes of the First Order. Yes. And he basically says, I could break you into Snoke's boudoir. And uh, (laughs) they're not really that interested. And uh, he decides, okay, I'm done uh, having my nap in this jail cell, which is the only reason I got arrested. Right. Uh, He pulls out a key and lets himself free with his kind of like... uh, master key key card uh he leaves and uh leaves the cell door open finn and rose kind of run another direction and he leaves and bumps into bb8 and they 
sees that, okay, BB-8 also took out all the guards conveniently, so they're all going to have a pretty clean escape. Mm -hmm. uh, we cut back to Octo. Uh, Luke has reconnected to the Force. He goes back to where Rey uh, lifted some little pebbles off the ground. Uh, and as he reconnects to the Force, uh, he connects immediately to Leia, waking Leia up at the same time, or at least waking her up enough to say Luke. Uh, and then back on Canto Bite, we have Finn and Rose, who are trying to make an escape. They come across the Fathier stables. Uh, they get the little uh, slave boy to, to not turn them in, uh, and it opens up the gates, and then they run free. And so they run through the town, breaking everything, escaping on the Fathiers. Uh, as they're running towards their uh, their ship and trying to get off the island, the cops blow up their ship, and uh, or not the island, but Canto Bight, and then, of course, uh, they let the Fathiers free, because Rose loves animals, and conveniently they're cornered, but DJ and BB-8 show up to rescue them on a ship. Right, so they finally get off uh, Canto Bight, we'll deal with that later, back on Octo. Uh, Ray is having more frequent interfaces with Kylo Ren. Ben uh, Swolo. With Ben Swolo, that's right. Can you put a cowl on, please? It's cowl, right? She says cowl, not yes. towel. Um, and it's starting to be a little bit tender there back and forth. At first, she's her typical hostile Ray, who's like, why would you kill Han Solo? Why would you kill your father? He gave a damn about you. And he's like, uh, you don't understand. You don't understand. You're not alone. Uh, and then Luke catches them having a particularly intimate moment where they actually, for the first time, touch hand to hand. And that's when uh, there's a really explosive debate between uh, Ray and Luke about whether or not they can uh, redeem Kylo Ren. She thinks yes. He thinks absolutely not. There's no way this is never going to work. And she's like, well, then listen, I guess we're not going to come to terms. And she leaves. Yes. So within all that, Ray actually has an encounter where we get our first Star Wars flashback. And Ben Solo uh, tells Ray that Luke tried to kill him in his sleep. Ray doesn't believe it and then gets the actual story from Luke and that Luke wasn't as innocently checking on Ben's um, darkness within, but did have a moment where he considered killing him mm -hmm. and uh, felt horrified and shameful about it. Uh, but then it realizes you start to understand specifically why Ben Solo hates Luke Skywalker more than anybody else. That's right. And while uh, watching... The Millennium Falcon leave uh, Octo. Luke decides, okay, one, one. This is enough. I'm gonna go burn down the Jedi Temple and the texts within. This is the end of the Jedi as we know it. And on his way in, he gets a sensation, turns around, and there's Master Yoda. Yes. And do you want to finish it off? Because uh, I know this means everything to you. Uh, well, they have a, a beautiful heart-to-heart. -heart. Uh, yeah. Yoda essentially just reminding Luke of the very first time he met him with kind of the bits of, oh, this is someone always looking to the future and never really living in the now. Luke needing that kind of reminder of the position that he was in and he wanted to abandon Dagobah and his training to go help his friends. And the fact that Luke is so far removed from the, the individual that Yoda first met because Luke doesn't see the fact that he is the exact same as Rey and that he's just now in this position where he realizes, you know what, I've, followed in, I've, I've grown a new path, but also kind of fallen into other ways and now have a new generation that will succeed in a different way and potentially a grander way than previous generations ever have. And so just because things have failed in the past, it doesn't mean they always will. Yoda summons a bolt of lightning to assist in the burning down of the Jedi Temple or the, the, the texts the that tree. is, the tree. But it's not because he agrees with Luke that this is the end of the Jedi. It's basically to say, look, this doesn't matter. No, these are books. They're just books. And they're not page turners. Oh my God, that was funny. Great line. Page turners, they were not. 
So we start the 20 off with Finn, Rose, and DJ on their way to Snoke's ship. They need to get in there and be able to slice their way in. DJ needs Rose's uh, medallion as kind of a down payment on their way in. She hands it over no problem. DJ slices their way in. Uh, they actually break into uh, like a laundry facility, steal their uh, first order garb. Uh, they break into the room where they need to. DJ actually uses the smelt to kind of break their way in. Meanwhile, uh, a BB-8 uh, First Order droid notices them uh, and then actually reports them. They're caught by the First Order. Uh, Phasma and Hux kind of bring them down. Uh, DJ feeds them additional information, the fact that the Resistance is escaping on escape pods as opposed to their main ship, and Hux gives the orders to start shooting them down. Rose and Finn are really pissed. DJ gets paid and shrugs his shoulders at them and says, oh, well. Uh, Finn has been getting routine updates from back at the Resistance HQ from Poe, who's kind of having like a, a bit of a, a, a I guess, a, a personality crisis with where he stands within mm-hmm. the organization. Uh, he's having lots of hostile confrontations with Holdo, who has been put in charge and proxy of Leia. Of course, they don't agree. She calls him Flyboy. He says... Uh, you're abusing your power, you don't know what you're doing, and he attempts a mutiny, which works all until Leia gets herself out of bed and still in her hospital gown, kind of shoots and stuns Finn away. Poe. Poe away, and then she and Holdo, they have a kind of emotional heart-to-heart where they discuss that uh, they can get away, but they're going to have to uh, abandon ship. Holdo, in a kind of suicide mission, says that she'll stay behind. May the force be with you. Yes, Lei explains this plan to Poe on the escape pods, uh, and Poe is like, huh, that's kind of interesting, even though Holdo should have given him the information. They start to notice the pods getting exploded around them, though. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Ray goes to Snoke's ship to meet Kylo. Uh, Kylo takes Ray to see Snoke. Uh, Snoke taunts them, uh, and he kind of strokes Kylo's ego a little bit by saying good job by bringing her. Uh, He continues to taunt Ray, gets information out of her, finds out where Luke is, uh, and then Kylo, as he's told to kill Ray, kills Snoke all of a sudden, uh, and then Ray and Kylo team up and fight off all of Snoke's Praetorian guards. Uh, at the last minute when Ray is trying to get Kylo to tell them to stop firing on the resistance, he says, no, join me and we can rule the galaxy together. As father and son. <laughs> Not quite. As uh, Raylo. And uh, from there, you need to just kill the past. Let it die. Uh, your parents were nobody. You don't matter, but you matter to me. So we finished our last 20 in the midst of a couple of really big climactic moments. One, of course, involving Kylo and Rey, who have just defeated the Praetorian Guards post having uh, assassinated Snoke. And they're both trying to get the other to join them for uh, either good or bad reasons. They will not. And ultimately, uh, Rey tries to snag the Graflex back from Kylo and it gets suspended in uh, sort of a duel of force pull before it explodes into two separate pieces and uh, Ren is knocked unconscious. Yes, this occurs exactly simultaneously as Holdo has realized, wait a minute, we're losing all of our escape transports. Let me do like a full-fledged Hail Mary. I'm going to turn around the ship and just see if I can math it out and light speed right through Snoke's uh, dreadnought. And that's exactly what happens. Uh, she times it perfectly. She The screen goes silent. Uh, the ship is broken completely in half. 
uh, in the same vein that causes the perfect distraction for the rebels to get down to crate. Uh, meanwhile, that allows Finn and Rose, who are about to be executed by Phasma, to get away and ultimately BB-8, allowing him to steal an ATST to create a further distraction for them to get kind of in a better position. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, Kylo Ren gets knocked out, and so when Snoke goes to, uh, so when Hux goes to see that Snoke is dead, he's about to kill Kylo Ren, but chain, but Kylo Ren wakes up. Uh, regains order as the new supreme leader uh, by choking Hux when Hux starts to kind of like bitch at him a little bit. Uh, so now we have a new supreme leader, Kylo Ren. Uh, Finn and Rose uh, are up against Phasma, and uh, Rey has now escaped on Snoke's shuttle uh, somewhere. When uh, everything goes crazy, Finn uh, successfully kills Phasma, and it's fairly uh, non-climactic, but I guess kind of cool to see, and that frees he and Rose and BB-8 up to go and join the rest of the Rebels back on Crate, where they kind of set up for what's about to be maybe the make-or-break attack that's incoming from the First Order. Uh, and as that battle begins, uh, Ray joins them aboard the Millennium Falcon, and uh, there's a lot of firing. Yeah, so Kylo and the First Order have a bunch of walkers, and they're, and this giant cannon that's aimed at the the big-ass door that uh, Poe and the Rebels are hiding behind. Uh, the Rebels go out, uh, led by Finn, on those little speeders to try and take down rust the big buckets. Ass, the rust buckets to yes. try and... Uh, the rust bucket speeders is actually what I have listed in my summary notes here. Yeah. Uh, they go out in the rust bucket speeders to try and uh, take down the gun, and Poe uh, po has learned from his past mistakes and says, no, we're dying too quickly, let's pull back. Uh, and Finn decides, you know, I'm going to kill myself and go out in a blaze of glory. Uh, Rose defies all laws of physics and stops that from happening. Um, and then Leia literally loses all hope. I know what you're going to say. I changed my hair. It's nice that way. So we start the 20 off and Luke shows up in the cave. Uh, he kind of has a shadowy appearance and everyone turns to him in their moment of, of worst grievance. Uh, he uh, gives Leia the dice that were Han. He tells Leia that no one's ever really gone, but he has to go face Kylo Ren. Uh, he winks at 3PO and then leaves the hangar through the giant hole that was blasted by the First Order. Uh, Kylo notices him and gets everyone in the First Order to blast him into oblivion. And Poe realizes this is an opportunity that for them to escape because Luke must be doing this as a distraction. Right. And so in a fit of passion, Kylo is throwing all the guns the First Order has at Luke Skywalker, which uh, Hux indulges for a moment. And then after a certain amount of time, he's like, all right, knock it off. This is not working. And then sure enough, when the dust settles, we see that Luke Skywalker is completely unscathed by this attack. And so Kylo himself joins Luke Skywalker down on the dirt and they face each other. Uh, meanwhile, of course, uh, the the uh, the resistance is escaping uh, out some, well, what they've perceived to be some cracks in the back of the cave. Uh, in fact, the the crystal critters have identified that there are some, some, some escapes out back. Yes, Poe realizes that if Luke found a way in and the crystal critters are no longer here, there must be an opening. Uh, and Ray has that same notion as well. So she's looking around to find openings to come rescue them. She notices that the critters are coming through this one little crevice and that there's a big herd of them, probably running away from the giant blasts fired at the door. Mm -hmm. uh, and then she goes and lands the Falcon there. Uh, Poe and the rest of the rebels uh, follow 
follow suit and realize that uh, the area that they can escape is just covered by a giant mound of rocks. Uh, Ray uses the force to lift those rocks, freeze the rebels, and they're all safe. Uh, meanwhile, Luke versus Kylo. Kylo's talking some smack. Luke is like cool hand Luke and quite literally uh, just lets Kylo cut him in half, realizing Kylo then that Luke isn't actually there. He's just a projection. Uh, Luke says bye, uh, and then he goes to die, and Kylo realizes, oh shit, I was totally fooled the entire time. And that's pretty much how The Last Jedi ends. There's a final reunion where we've uh, confirmed between uh, Leia and and Ray that indeed they felt Luke pass away, yes. although it was peaceful. On Octo to his binary sunset. That's right. Uh, she meets Poe for the first time, which is kind of odd. Hi. Hi. I'm Poe. Right. I know. And with that, uh, we're all refreshed, ready for a deep dive on Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, which is not yet available on Disney+. Plus. It seems like we're going to have to wait several months for that to happen. I believe it is available for digital rental and purchase and on Blu-ray. So if you have the means, you can watch the first 20 minutes of that movie by next week to be caught up to us. You can always reach out with thoughts at Recorder66 on Twitter, Recorder66podcast at gmail.com, and please rate and review on your preferred podcast app. Stay safe, stay well, and until we're together again, may the Force be with you. Thank you.